Well, hello and welcome. This is the Digital Office at Home podcast. Thank you for waving, Bill and Gail. Hi, it is so happy. I am very happy to be here and, and to see your smiling faces. This makes me very happy. We Hi. love smiling. Yes. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yes. So a lot of people are like, digital office at home, what in the world is that? And what are we going to talk about on this podcast? And I love what Gail uh, comes up with. And, and she's like, you know, you didn't say these exact words, but this is what I thought of when you were answering. You know, we want you to be you. Just be you. We don't want you to be controlled by some guy in corporate America. We want you to be you. Well, it doesn't matter what guy. It doesn't have to be a guy. Well, you know Just what I meant. So yeah. well. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. No. Do you call people guys even though there's girls in there? Because it it always well, goes Yeah, through. yeah. You say, how guys? Everybody, like, yeah, a, a whole room, yeah. Right, right, right. You're beautiful. Yeah. yeah but yeah. The, the CEOs in this world can be, you know, just anybody. They're not us, and we want their money. So we have to chart our own courses. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So I um, I got the ask, uh, the question this morning, how do I know Bill? Have we networked together? That type of thing. He lives way up north, near you, Gail. Somewhere really? where it's Oh, yes. <laughs> in what state? I'm in uh, the Syracuse, New York area. Shut up. I'm Rochester. <laughs> oh, you're just down the road. And my Yeah. My niece is at Syracuse University her first yeah. year. Then you know why I'm wearing a jacket today. Well, I was, the colors in your background are all uh, Syracuse. Oh. Yeah. Well, well I, should have thought, I should have thought of that. But they're good colors for marketing, too. Of course, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, that's cool. We're neighbors. Don't oh, no, no. come, come and get a cup of coffee, a sugar. <laughs> that's great. Fantastic. And I'm in Texas. I'm in East Texas, about an hour and a half from Houston and about four hours from Dallas. I'm kind of east uh, and a little bit out from them. Uh, and I understand that Canada is going to be sending us an Arctic blast, but it'll hit you before it'll hit me. You think? I'm like an hour yeah. away from there. <laughs> yeah. Canada's just a short trip across the border. Yeah, here. we're yeah. we're an, an, we're about an hour from Niagara Falls, you know, oh, Canada. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful in the summertime. I wouldn't want to go in the winter. Oh, don't never come in the winter. <laughs> don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's like going to Texas in the summertime. That oh, is, yeah. you know, in fact, that's how I'll we met, uh, Marion, um, in wow. 2015. If I wow. am, in uh, Fort Worth at the podcast movement. Wow. What wow. movement? The podcast movement conference. Oh wow! That long ago, they had podcasts then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We took soup cans and string <laughs> with the wires, and it got really complicated if you got more than one viewer, though. But <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yes, 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 yes. We met at a at a podcast movement. Uh, my my business partner at the time uh, was giving a class on podcasting, and I believe Bill, you were in that class, and I was. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was so popular. I had to go get chairs from all over the podcast. So movement. Cool. They yeah. were out in the hallway trying to hear what his name was Russ Johns, trying to hear what Russ was saying about podcasting because it was, you know, he's just he's just that kind of guy. He has this really long white beard and he's 
Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. He looks like a member of ZZ Top. He but, really does, right? He wears a black yeah. hat on top. Yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff. It's amazing that you flew all the way down there for a podcasting sem you know, seminar or whatever. That's amazing. I, I honestly, yeah. I thought this was a new thing, like the Zooms, you know, for the COVID. I thought this was a new, a new business thing. What do I know? Okay. Well, back then, um, podcasting was probably five to six years old, maybe at the time. It, it uh, and everybody that listened to podcasts, wanted a podcast of their own, uh, but nobody knew how to start one. And when they had this conference that had, you know, hundreds of people uh, attending and all sorts of speakers from all over the place, you know, I said, I I'm going to go do that. And I missed the first year that they did it in 2014. But the, the second year was when I got the tickets and, and decided I would go. Wow. And if you arrived a day early, they had little subclasses and the class that uh, Marion was involved in was uh, the day before everything got started. And so uh, I got there just at, on time and the room was already full wow. and the only spot available, they brought me a chair and I sat back with the folks who were they, putting it on. They bought you a chair. Yeah. <laughs> Marion brought me, brought me a chair and I sat down and, uh, I was sitting next to um, the folks who had helped, you know, work on this. Start it. And we started talking and uh, I'm sorry, this is going to, I'm jumping right off into a long story here, but this was so cool. And this is pivotal for everything that happened afterwards. I sat down next to Sean Snyder. Oh, yes. And Sean and I got talking and she says, oh, you do this, this, the niche you're doing called CNC. Oh, that's so interesting. My husband does that sort of thing, and but he wants to do it with 3D printers, which you can probably see one back there. Um, and that and was I, brand new back then. Yeah, it was. Um, and we started chatting while this thing is going on. And she did something I've never seen anyone do. She said, you ought to come home with us. We're going, we're going to uh to my house after this is over tonight and meet my husband wow wow <laughs> now as as in new york uh, as uh, you know we i don't live in new york city but right totally different but there's but, still that little yeah. bit of the new yorker in everybody in the state that says i'm not sure i should trust anybody <laughs> that I know. but for whatever reason the vibe was great with all the folks because I met um, uh, Marion and there was Bruce and um, oh, what is Bruce's wife's name? Uh, see, this is Marla. Marla. Marla Perkins. Uh, Perkins, right? No, Marla no. Reagan. Reagan, that's it. Um, wow. Uh, you know, so I met the whole crew oh. and um, it was just a good vibe. And so we hopped in the car and we drove out into. Unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> you know, into, into Texas somewhere. And we, we had uh, tacos and stuff. And, you know, it, it was a really great night. And yeah. <laughs> so it turns out Sean's husband is still to this day a member of my group, the CNC Router Tips group. And we keep in touch. And, oh, that's you know, so what's a, what's such a great, great story. It really yeah. is when you, and that's what I was saying about your aura, your presence, 
you know, uh, you'd have a trust factor. Like we, there's a, a sixth sense in, in us, you know, that we have to pay attention to, even, even if it's that like uh fright or flight thing, it's like, yeah, it doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's the same way. Even though this is so great. Like, like you love each other so quickly because of that, that essence. It's, it's a really important thing to be aware of. Yeah, I, I, I really think it has to do with people, like-minded people. Yeah, yes. Right. Working together towards similar goals. Mm -hmm. And and you recognize that person on the journey. And Yeah, you uh, could be running parallel, but you're all trying to get to that same area, which is and success. And, right. and, uh, right. and yeah, the things that we try to do while we're here on this planet. Yep. Help each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is um, just how helpful folks are. Like Marion and I, we've we've keep recrossing each other's path every couple of six months, eight years, eight years, whatever, whatever yeah. the deal is. And it's always like we're picking up the conversation we left off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. So it's, it's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, love it. I really love it. Well, he was doing a challenge on Facebook, and um, and you had to write like a, a ditty once a day for so many days or whatever. And I was like, "Go, Bill! I haven't seen you in a while. This is so cool." And that that started a, a conversation. Mm -hmm. um, so this particular podcast is um, exactly what we're talking about here today. We are meeting people of like mind on the same path of kindness and generosity and all the things that a uh, community that we want to belong to. And, and I don't know that it's any different, but, <laughs> but the, the COVID um, experience, I think did something to all of us and we're craving that community again. Oh, yeah. And even, even though we can't be there in person right now or, or then, you know, uh, or as easily as we could before, like we'd hop on a plane and no one had a mask on and that kind of stuff. It was fine, right? Um, but 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 it's the same thing. It's it's human connection, helping people and and helping ourselves at the same time. I think yeah. that I think that's what it is. I, I really do. Yeah, COVID so. did us a favor because they forced us because we can actually talk to more people. And I feel like it's at least it's some kind of a connection versus mm -hmm. no connection. Like you're just like you and hopefully you've got not all by yourself. I mean, what about the people that didn't have a family or didn't have a husband, oh. wife or whatever, kids? I mean, that's got to be so isolating for especially for people like us. <laughs> well, know? I got to tell you a, a sl slightly sad story about that. Now, I, uh, I am a caregiver and uh, the lady I was caring for had Alzheimer's and she was in a personal care home. Unfortunately, during COVID, they wouldn't let us come in. I had to see her through the back. I had to go in the backyard and see her through the window. Oh. And it was torture for her because she's more of a people person than I am. And uh, it was torture for me. And so they finally lifted the, the, you know, so we could hear each other, but we were talking on the phone and seeing each other. It was just, it was so sad. It was yeah. just so sad, the disconnect that we were all feeling, especially with something like that. It was really I, tough on many people. I hope yeah. they never, ever do that to that extent again. Yeah, I, don't, I agree. 
I mean, it's this to me that was going above and beyond crazy. But I, yeah. I, I had a, a friend that I used to design model airplanes with. You can see the airplanes back there. And things yeah. Like that. Um, and we used to design over the phone. He lives in Connecticut. I live here. And he's an older gentleman. And he, um, his, his um, wife passed away. And, oh. hmm. um, he ended up moving to a um, assisted living community. Oh. And because of COVID, I couldn't visit. I couldn't, you know, physically go and see him. And I know he was getting lonelier and lonelier as things were going on. And, you know, it was just heartbreaking. Yes, torture. To, to, yeah. to think that that was going on all over the country, an entire generation of our most important citizens. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't help, um, help yeah. it and interact with them you know so yeah. you know thank goodness that, that zoom and other things uh, were available but many times the seniors can't especially hear. the seniors yeah they don't even well they know about zoom i mean yeah. that was like, they don't yeah know. yeah they don't know what that is it, so it's yeah, kind of difficult <laughs> but yeah. Uh, well one of the things that we like to talk about on this podcast is how we create our own space, either creating a living um, or just working from home. And uh, and it could be volunteers. It could be, you know, that you are making an income. It doesn't matter. We really want to help people feel that community. So um, mm -hmm. uh, both Gail and I are leaders in our community and we, we you know, it's heart centered. As you can tell, we want people to come into our community uh, of like mind. And so that's one of the things that we like to talk about. So may I ask you a couple of questions, Bill? Fire away. All right. So it looks to me like you have something really cool going on in your background. Looks like you're building things. Is this part of a money-making adventure or just a hobby that you like to do or both? Um, it's The short answer is it's, it's both. But um, in many cases, uh, I'm a serial solopreneur. I, I would say entrepreneur, but um, there's only been one or two that actually qualify for that word. Um, and so I've I've made income and revenue from pretty much every hobby that I've ever had. Um, at one point, I had a model airplane, uh, radio-controlled model airplane company. Um, and... It, it's funny thing. I just posted the other day in, inside of my profile a thing about how my hobbies lead to other hobbies. Yes. And usually my hobbies lead to income as well. So um, from that model airplane business, I wanted to produce more of them faster. And then I noticed that I needed to know more about what's called CNC. CNC is just a fancy word, computer numeric controls. It just means that you're using a computer to drive a machine to cut things. Okay. Okay. And you, uh, I have up on the board here how to get to your Facebook group that is called CNC Router Tips. Yep. So that's that's what you're talking about. You you have this yeah. community now of people who are interested in that or they're in your mastermind. How does that work? Um, people who are interested in it, it's a free group. You don't have to pay to join this group. But we do... Um, it is a closed group. And so you have to um, answer the, you know, the questions about, you know, why you want to do it. We don't allow the big manufacturers in and everything. So then you're not getting spammed. 
it's just a place uh-huh. where we can help each other. Yeah. Um, ideas. To, yeah. With ideas. Um, if you're business oriented, we'll help you to make your business better. If you're not, we'll help you to make your hobby better. It's just, you know, that simple. Cool. So, um, I started that search to find out about how, how this was done. Um, and at the time when I did it, Google had just launched. Okay. So it's been a while. Wow. Um, and, uh, I spent, I had, I was in a, uh, in a day job where I had to sit, uh, and be awake and alert through the midnight. Oh, because I worked, I, I was actually the supervisor oh, in a 911 center. Oh, okay. oh. and so <laughs> you had to stay awake. Yeah. But we had, we had access to computers and back, this was back before there was like, Hey, we're going to monitor everything you do. Well, I was fascinated with this big Google thing that had just yeah. come out. And so the ability to search this, and this, this still works today. <laughs> the ability to search on any topic you wanted and get information instantly, that was like a a game changer. And um, so I got to the point where I was Googling everything and I started Googling CNC and I found out enough information about it to know that I couldn't afford one. (laughs) (laughs) They started at a hundred thousand back then. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, And for that, you were getting a bare stripped down machine. It was like really crazy. But I learned enough information from a couple of sources that I was able to build my own. Wow. And I think wow. I spent $4,000 to build it. But, wow. but better know, than 100000 Yeah, it sure was. Um, anyway, uh, then I had this thing, and, and I'll explain it uh, real quick. I have this thing that drives me crazy. You're both familiar with the, the, the term tribal knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's in the tribe. They learn, they teach each other how to hunt and how to fish. But when the elder in the tribe dies, they lose a bit of information. Mm-hmm. I did not want to see that happen with that CNC stuff because it was hard to research. And so I started sharing it. And that's how CNC router tips got going. Um, oh. I just wanted to share that knowledge because I have no idea how long I'll be on this earth. And I want some college kid who's sitting there saying, Oh man, if yeah. only I could get this made, I could, you know, I could it's do wonderful. this and it would help people. I want to help that kid. And that's, that's so great. Yeah. So I think it's hard to understand though. Like if you marketed it right. Cause when I looked at, I mean, I have had a lot of experience with the titles, mm-hmm. you know, the CAD operators, the CNC operators, because I worked, I worked as a recruiter for Kodak, Bausch and mm-hmm. IBM, all, you know, so I, I've, I've had been when we, I mean, I was in a room at um, Blue Cross Blue Shield one time, floor to ceiling was their computers. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, <laughs> you know, which is now on our desktop. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. Or, and I was like, what in the world? But I mean, it's hard to explain. So even those those college kids, they don't know what they don't know. Exactly. So how would you get? How would you get this? You, I would think that you would have to put together some kind of. 
talks that people can find and click on so you can actually talk because you're not going to be flying all over the country or colleges, although mm -hmm. they would probably pay you some good money if you did that once in a while, um, where you could introduce these to students because they don't know what they don't know. And it will go away. And it's not so necessary and needed. And look at what other things they could create with their own individual minds and imaginations. Yeah. You know, it would be so exciting. So how would you get your messages out or how are you actually doing it? it, it it's funny. My dad told me once that um, I was a shotgun and that I hit a little bit of everything I aimed at. But if I ever became an arrow, I would be dangerous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I love that analogy. Yeah. I um, <laughs> I put out podcasts on the subject. I had a YouTube channel on the subject. I blogged on the subject. And then I started a Facebook group and started sharing. And so as things came up that I learned that was like, oh, man, that's how it's done. Why was it so hard before? Yeah. I would just go and I'd put out content about it. And people began to find the content. Um and that led to some really great opportunities over time. I'm thinking products. Like if, okay, so um, you said that that person created something with your um, with your 3D model there. Oh, mm -hmm. we were talking about that little thing there and you created that. So if you, if you were to talk about a product, like how would you like to make this yourself? you know, like a picture, because I yeah. think the CNC and the CAD, nobody says it's usually mm -hmm. CAD. They don't usually say CAD. It's yeah. <laughs> so a CAD operators. You, you know, if mm -hmm. you just say that, then they're already lost. So they're, there's kind of like scroll through check, you know, cause it's so easy for us to just go on to something else. Um, if it was an actual something they could see, like, how would you like to have this on your desk or to sell this like yeah. at Etsy, you know, yeah. you could say, how would you like to do this? And, you know, oh, we, we could talk about the marketing on Etsy. That's, that's pretty cool too. Um, <laughs> but, uh, what I did, um, there are projects that people sell on Etsy. Let's, let's, let's stick with Etsy for a second. Okay. Okay. And they're seasonal. Uh, like right. we just passed the it's biggest missed. retail phase of the it, year, yeah. the, the third quarter or the fourth quarter, excuse me, where everything was sold. But if you don't have that stuff ready to go right. to sell it, then you're, you're going to miss the boat. Yeah. But one of the things that folks were making were serving trays, mm -hmm. um, you know, you, um, charcuterie boards, serving trays, yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. Uh, and I, um, wanted to make one. And I got, I got the wood and everything. Everything was really nice, nice. And I laid it out and I said, okay, now how do I design this? Now, I'm also a reseller of the software that most people use to run the, the machines. Okay. It's another story, but we're not okay. going to get into it today. Okay. okay. That's cool. And they give some great examples of projects in their software. But this was a particular niche. And I said, you know what? I'm going to show people how to make these serving platters because they can sell them for, fantastic, you know, a hundred dollars uh, or forty dollars, depending on you know their size, what you know the size yeah. or whatever. But they can sell them, and ladies are predominantly the purchasers of all things made of wood in a household. Husbands don't get the chance to decorate. We don't get the chance because. 
let's face it, you know, we're working and most of us would really suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thankfully the ladies have the eye for design mm -hmm. and the eye for what's going to look good in the house. And so I said to guys, guys, you're marketing to the wrong people. If you're, if you're doing uh deer skin ant uh, deers and uh, antlers and <laughs> yeah you shouldn't be on etsy <laughs> yeah what what you need is that serving tray for when your folks come over and you want to have something nice but not crazy but impressive yeah but impressive unique unique yeah. mm -hmm. so i showed them how to design the serving tray and i created a template where they could just input a few changes and customize it yeah and so the the shape didn't matter because the settings I gave them would allow this them to- This is fascinating to me. Bill, I want to, I, I have to interrupt. Please please sure. remember where you are in the story because I, I, I can't stop thinking about this. Now, the people that are in your Facebook group and that you coach or whatever you do, do did they make their own or did they buy this $100,000 thing? Well, remember I said Google had just started back then, the, like everything, technology gets cheaper and cheaper over time. Oh, okay. Okay, that so makes sense. Yeah. Many of them in initially were building their own machines. And now many of them are buying machines because now you can get a decent machine for about what I built mine for. Oh, okay. So, you know, the, okay. the future rushed forward. Uh, but yeah, thank um, you because that kept coming up and I just couldn't let it go. So I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. But that. it I is fascinating. You the thing about your product, Bill. Your product is in your head, but anybody can do anything if yes. you can think it or dream it. You can make it. Yeah, I mean, that's right. crazy, yeah. and yeah. it's true. It's so true. It's not just a you know a thing to say. Yeah. So man, you are so marketable, and I I just think you got to. Oh boy. Okay, so I have another question. Um, how many of the people that are in your group or that you mentor or coach, how many of them are male, female? What's the um, what's the difference there? Um, it is about, um, if I'm being honest, probably about 90, 10. 90% male, 10% women. The women are, um, that are in the group are amazing. Um, and I suspect that there's probably another 20% of, of women out there who do crafting and are looking now at these machines. Um, there is no barrier right. um, physically right. from a male to a female when it comes to using a CNC machine. Uh, because It just sounds yeah. so mechanical. That's CNC. exactly what I'm saying. So yeah. to, say, to say CNC or CAD, it sounds masculine like you, you have to go in a factory and you have to do this so yeah, it yeah. has to come back to this our current world and yeah. that's why when I, we were talking we had a podcast with um carrie handley who is i don't know if you know her through marion but she's a marketing genius mm -hmm. she spent 25 years she's just uh you know had her anniversary for her business but she's got a little doll of herself you know a little caricature that's right you were and talking I, about I introducing her, me too. you need to find like a 3d printer guy or girl mm -hmm. person <laughs> can create that for you and she goes oh what a great idea so i mean that's the kind of thing that is very specialized and how many are you going to do i mean yeah. so but i mean I, I just see the this 
my brain is like crazy because I love all these ideas and I, I'm an idea person myself. I try to help people. It's like I did Carrie. I said, you got to find somebody, you know, that can help you create because she can create those now for other people because she's yeah. a marketing person. She helps people with their marketing. So, or, you know, create a bobble doll or something, I don't know. Mm -hmm. but something, you know, because I like to put things on people's desks. So that like, if I'm doing a motivational talk, I will do a, a giveaway at the end of the talk that helps remind them of, what I said, because people only remember a nugget of what you said. Yes. That's why my business is called powerfully influencing using nuggets of knowledge, which is actually pink, you mm -hmm. know, it's an acronym for pink, but it's nuggets of knowledge because over the years they'll say, Oh, like, you know, Bill, you know, Oh, That's you taught cool me this, or you taught me that. And it's like, Oh, cool. Okay. You don't remember that you taught that, but you know, that's great. And that's what we're all in. That's what we're doing. But you yeah. are amazing. Your brain is like, so you, Oh boy. And, and I have run it well, across the screen here, how you can get her book, Million Dollar Personality. And um, it's either free if you want a Kindle or you can free purchase Kindle, it. Yeah. yeah, you can purchase it on Amazon either way. Um, and as you can tell, she does have a million dollar personality. I love but it's having not about her. My personality. No, I know. I was going to tell him that uh, the book is not about her personality. It's about how you market using your personality. You know, you can just, we were talking about this earlier when we first started our podcast, you have an energy about you yeah. that people are attracted to or repelled against. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, hopefully we don't have too many of those. But it's using yeah. your personality for profit, which that's what happens. You don't, you don't think about it, but that's exactly what happens. You're using your personality for profit because you end up getting profit. <laughs> Yeah, right. you're not thinking how many dollars can I make today? You know, it's just you know. that's right. That's right. Well, this this time has gone already. Can you believe it? You've got to no, come back. No, no. We just, we just have to come back. Purpose, okay, you've got to yeah. come back. Promise us you will. Yeah, because we can help you yeah. too. We can, you you know, we should join our group because we're always learning things. And, you know, I mean, we can help you. I, I would love to get your message out and, and even help you streamline so you can become that arrow, more of an arrow. <laughs> we got to yeah. help your dad's vision come true oh, for you. I love mm -hmm. that. I love that. Well, thank so, you everybody for coming you. today. Thank you, Bill, for being here Great with us. Great meeting you, neighbor. Gail, you, you are a real treat. I just love having you here with me. This has been really fun for me. Um, every single day, there's something new going on. Just like Gail said, if you are not repelled against us, <laughs> you should think about joining our community. <laughs> Tell us the name of the community so that we'll have it in the record. Okay. So... The name of the community is interesting because it's part, there's parts over here and parts over there, but you can find out all the information you need at digitaloffice@home.com. And uh, we do have a very supportive community. Um, one of the things that I think is interesting about it is it's for everybody, but you can't cram everybody and everything into somebody's, you know, five minute spiel. Like you, like what we have to do is ask you questions. Like, what do you need help with? Well, we already know what you need help with. You need help being an arrow. Okay, we got that, okay? <laughs> um, we yeah. do focus on multiple streams of income. We focus on working from home. We focus on freedom-centered leadership. 
um, all the things that are that we're interested in, uh, we can help you with. So that's that's it. That's it. <laughs> I have a seminar coming up in February that I can't wait. I, I saw this last year. I was with these people and they sent me this huge box before the seminar. Uh, it's all virtual. Uh, they teach people like Anthony Robbins and all these people how to do their virtual stuff. And it was a small fee, um, but they gave me a whole box of gifts. It's like, who does that? I had like a hat, a, a cup, a, all these things. It was like, oh, my liver. It was only cheap. But I, I mean, we'll have to put that maybe, you know, tell you guys about it if you can get in or something for February. But it's because I think all of us can do seminars that are going to be, you know, anybody in the world can watch it and teach. So definitely. I think all of definitely. us, definitely something that we should start thinking about. So Gail, be sure and get all that information together. And yeah. if they have an affiliate program, be sure and sign up for that so we can give you credit for that. Yeah, and uh, we teach that as well. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to play a video now that is near and dear to our hearts. I cry every time I watch it, not because it's sad, but because it's so joyful. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, we'll see you again next time. Bye for now. Thanks, Bill. Bye -bye. Thanks, Mary. Oh, you're welcome. I, I had a blast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you're coming back. You're coming back. <laughs> How do you make dreams come true? It takes faith to make your dreams come true. Life has something special right here for you. Everything has a season, a reason to grow. So don't be discouraged by your obstacles. No. Never give up your right to be happy. Never give up. Be all you are meant to be Things will always come to get us down And it only gets worse when we start to frown Let's keep hope alive in our hearts Smile with gratitude, that's when the magic starts Never give up, you're right to be happy Never give up Be all You are meant to be Never give up Your right To be happy Never give up It's your life